Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into the Full Gear 2022 predictions episode of the Face Turn Podcast. I'm Noah Trombley, joined as always by Lawrence Patchman Lang and Mike the Punmaster Rifkin. And we have our own sign guy today. We have a bystander <laughs> joining us today. We have Dan Ryan uh, joining hey. <laughs> Guys, how are we all doing? We're feeling good. To, to quote your favorite Disney movie of all time, we're kicking it into full gear. We are kicking it into full gear. Like I said, we have Shout AW- out the Country Bears. Oh God, what a what a movie! What a film! Uh, Adam Adam Reader would would love that. Would love that shout out. Uh, <laughs> All right, so but like I said, we do have AEW's next pay-per-view, that being Full Gear, happening this Saturday, November the 19th. Uh, we're recording this on Thursday, November the 17th. We've got 11 matches to get through. We're going to start off on the pre-show where we're going to have Brian Cage versus either Lance Archer or Ricky Starks in the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament semifinals. So, Patchy, I'll send it to you first. Who wins between Archer and Starks, and then who wins between Cage and the winner of that match? Uh, give me Starks, and then Brian Cage wins. Okay. Mike? Plain simple. All right, so it should be noted this match between Starks and Archer was scheduled for last week on Rampage. It was cut because Starks was not med- medically cleared. He's dealing with he a, is, yeah, he's dealing with a very minor injury. Yeah, he will be cleared for, I think it's Rampage tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going Starks for both. I mean, Ricky Starks. It's, it's time to give Ricky Starks some time and push him. He cut that great promo on being in, into the tournament. So I'd go Ricky Starks for both. I'm with you, Mike. I'm going to go Ricky Starks for both as well. Um, I think they t- they're going to put the rocket on him. I will say it's going to be interesting between him and Ethan Page because I think they're very high on both of these guys right now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting who they pick between those two, but I definitely think it's going to be Ricky Starks versus, versus Ethan Page on Dynamite, on this upcoming Dynamite, um, when we'll see who they go with there. All right, we get to the main show itself. We start off the main show with a very anticipated six-man tag team match as the Elite, that being Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, make their long-awaited return to AEW as they'll take on Death Triangle, Pac, Pentel Zero, Miedo, and Ray Phoenix for the AEW World Trios Championships. Mike, do the Elite come back and take back the titles? First and foremost, this should be an absolute banger. Oh, this could be match of the night. I'm telling you right now, match of the night. Anytime you get the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers involved, take my money now. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Elite win. They were supposed to be the tag champions. They lost because of what happened. I'm gonna go with the Elite. Patchy. No, as a person that you know got to see Bucks and Lucha Bros tear the house down in Vegas in the first ever AEW pay per view, I'd say I got to saw that match. Fantastic match that happened. You have to give it to Lucha Bros and um, Hangman, not Hangman, the Pack, Pot, because it, this will just show that you know backstage politics mean. Oh hey, we got rid of the problem. Now we're playing titles right back on ourselves. 
So <laughs> Lucha Bros and Pac have to win this just to show that the Bucks are not all about themselves and putting the titles back on themselves. It's going to be a great match regardless, but, you know, as you know, as, as their EPs along with um, with the other guy. Well, they, they've lost their EP status, I thought, right? I, I do not know. I think they still have some form of EP power, but, you know, they just can't win. And not to say if they win this match, I'm okay with it, but, you know, for, you know, what's happened in the past recently, you, the, you need to keep the tag the trios titles on the the current champions just to prove that to show that hey okay we got suspended because of backstage politics and backstage fighting all right we're taking our titles back right now because hey it never happened now keep the titles on Pac and the lucha bros so i'm taking them okay i'm gonna go with the elite here not because really of the elite winning the match i think they've been teasing a lot of Tension within Death Triangle between especially Pac and Ray Phoenix. So I think that's going to boil over in this match. I think we'll see the breakup of Death Triangle. And then that's how we're going to see the Elite reclaim the the trios championships. So I'm going with the Elite here. All right. Up next, we've got the match I am looking the most forward to. It is just a big meaty boys match. It's for the TNT Championship. It's a triple threat match as Wardlow defends against the ROH TV champion Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs. I am so excited for this match. It's just big hosses being big hosses. I can't wait for this. I am going to take Wardlow, gets a signature win. He retains the TNT Championship. Mike, what do you think? I'm going to go Powerhouse Hobbs. I, I love Wardlow, but I think now you could go have Wardlow and Joe do their own thing and give Powerhouse Hobbs the TNT title rob that he deserves. Patchy? Oh, well, Samoa Joe. Mm. We're, we're, all, we're all going to take somebody here, I guess. We're going to go with Samoa Joe. I think it's Joe's time to finally, you know, get the momentum going up the mountain. You know, he didn't get that much momentum going up the, the ladder or mountain, however you want to call it, in WWE because of injuries. I think now that he's on a bit of a mountain climb, keep him going. Let's keep him going up the mountain. Small you Joe. Think, you think they'll have him do two titles? What do you think they have him do with the TV championship? If if anything, he drops it or, you know, he relinquishes it just to keep it, you know, throw on somebody else. But he might be double champion for a little bit. I'm fine with that. Okay. Nothing, wrong with being a, nothing wrong with being uh, a double champion. I, I just, I cannot tell you guys how excited I am for this match. This is going to be so good. Just big boys hitting big boy moves. I'm so into this. All right, up next, we have a very personal grudge match on our hands. It's a steel cage match as Luchasaurus takes on Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Very interesting match here. Uh, Patchy, who you got? Uh no offense to Jungle Boy, but Luchasaurus is gonna contain him in the cage and win this match easily. You think it's a squash match? Not a squash match. It'll be a great competitive match. It's just that Luchasaurus is gonna find a way to win thanks to Christian Cage. Mike? I'm going Jungle Boy. I think he actually needs the win here because of how Luchasaurus and Christian Cage have treated him. 
and this can move them off of that into bigger and better things. I'm with you, Mike. I'm going Jungle Boy. Uh, I, I think he needs a big signature win. I think he gets that versus Luchasaurus because with Luchasaurus in his heel turn now, I think he could eat a loss to Jungle Boy, and I think that's what we've been building to is Jungle Boy finally getting the upper hand uh, on Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. All right, up next, we have a tag team match. It's Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, date double J, Jeff Jarrett, taking on Sting and Darby Allen. I am going to say Jarrett and Lethal win this one. I think Sting finally turns on Darby Allen. That's my prediction. I think that's what's going to happen in this. Mike? I just want to say, as big of a fan of Sting as I am, I don't need to see Sting or Jeff Jarrett wrestle. Yeah, anymore. right. And I'm I'm all for nostalgia. Uh, give me Lethal and Jarrett. Lethal needs a marquee win since going to AEW. Patchy, bring out the broomstick, as they say. But I say Darby Allen turns on Sting. Oh, interesting. Because Darby Allen can cut a promo next night or whenever next time. Um, Dynamite or Rampage Evans says, I don't need Sting. I never needed him. He needed me, blah, blah, blah. And then we build up to a match between the two. Maybe Sting's retirement match, which I'd be all for. All right. Up next, we have the big return of the night. We have Soraya, the former page in WWE, has been cleared to wrestle. We found this out last week on AEW Dynamite. She's cleared to get back into the ring, and she will step into the ring against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Is anyone else? Is anyone going to pick Baker in this one, or we all think it's Soraya? You're going to pick ba- Baker, Mike? I, I'm. Listen, I, I understand why Soraya will win. But I want to explain why Britt Baker needs the win. Okay. One, she she took the fall from Tony Storm in that four-way match for the interim women's title. She's kind of floundered around since she lost the belt to Thunder Rosa. But I think this is the biggest reason why. And this is where I'm going to call Tony Khan out on this. At some point, a major AEW star who you've homegrown has to be the former. It's a win over a free agent signing. Mm. And there's be nothing better than Britt Baker getting this win and stamp herself into superstardom and being the face of the AEW women's division, like she said when she first signed. I completely agree with that. But I just think Soraya is going to win this match. I'm going well, to. I do too, but I, I'm vote. I'm rooting for Britt Baker, and that's why I'm going to pick. Okay, Apache, uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know the heart in the heart in me wants Soraya to win, just because of you know what she's been through over the years, little recently. But you need to give it to Britt Baker because once again, this is a moment in time where we need we need someone in the women's division to climb up the proverbial mountain. And you know what? As much as we love returns and people winning championships, overcoming adversity, and all that, eventually, sometimes that person doesn't need to win. You can still have a great match and have the person come up short. They still look good. 
But then again, your reigning champion shows that they can defend their title and not lose to a return after someone's been out for a period of time. Look, per- perfect case, perfect case and example is Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan came back after being out for so long. He didn't need the title right away. They had him go against, I think it was the Miz at Mania. Yeah. Miz, yeah. Had him go against the Miz at Mania team, team, um, team with Shane. That was no, that, that, that was uh, Sammy and KO. Okay, Sammy and KO. Whoever they faced, but it, it showed that, okay, Daniel Bryan can still do this. He doesn't need to be thrown right in the title picture. To me, you could have had Soraya pull what CM Punk did when Punk came back. Okay, you face someone coming up a little bit, and then, you know, you do a build-up to maybe them getting a championship match. You don't need to throw her right in the title picture. And unfortunately, this is <clears> going <throat> to where Soraya probably wins the women's interim title. But, you know, I'm all right with it. But, you know, give Britt Baker the win here just to show, hey, the heel can still win here. All right. So you two want Britt Baker to win. Are you picking Britt Baker or are you two just going to pick Soraya? Oh, I'm picking Britt. You're picking Britt. Patchy, are you picking Britt or you just want Britt to win? I I want Baker to win, but I'm going to pick Soraya. Okay, I'm gonna pick Soraya as well. I, I think she needs the big comeback win here. I think Britt Baker's such like so established she can eat the loss. I think she's fine. All right. Speaking of the interim women's world championship, we go to that match now as Tony Storm defends against Jamie Hayter, the the uh protege to Britt Baker, who she's been training for the last you know few months at this point. This one's interesting. Um, I really could see him keeping it on Storm so we get like the eventual uh, Storm and Thunder match down the line. I could really see Hater winning this one, and maybe you do something with Britt Baker where she thinks she owes her. This is tough. I'm going to go with Ann New. I'm going to say Jamie Hater wins the AEW Women's World Championship here. Patchy, what about you? I'll agree with you. You know, maybe. I- a double dose of luck will happen, and the protege and the protege teacher become double champions, and they reign together. Interesting, Mike. I'm gonna go. I want and new, but I'm gonna go and still. I think Tony Storm wins. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, we have the other women's match of the night. It's for the TBS championship as Jade Cargill defends against Nyla Rose. Mike, does the reign of Jade finally come to an end? No, Jade's going to win. This is going to be the biggest one on her mantle. Jade Cargill retains. Patchy? Uh, audio broke out of mine a little bit. What was the question? Uh, Cargill versus Rose for the TBS championship. Ooh, give me Rose. I'm going Cardgill. I'm with Mike. I think this is going to be the biggest win on her mantle. I really think they're going to keep this going. I think they're going to have her undefeated for like a full year at this point and really build up something for, for down the line. I think Cargo keeps this one. All right. Up next, we have for the AEW World Tag Team Championships, it's a rematch from uh, AEW Dynamite Grand Slam as the acclaimed uh, defending against Swerve in our glory, that being Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Mike, who walks away with the tag team titles? Oh, this is the easiest question of the night. Everybody loves the acclaim. Same. Scissor me, Daddy-O! 
this is where we're going to see Swerve turn on Keith Lee. Because that's been teased a bit. So one of them is going to turn on the other and the Acclaim pick up the win. Patchy? Oh, scissor me, Daddy. Give me the Acclaim. Because Acclaim in the building, ready to win. We're going to re- retain the titles quicker than a U.S. election. <laughs> oh, scissor me and bring out the broomsticks. Uh, yeah, I'm going the Acclaim as well. I agree with you, Mike. I think Swerve just turned on Keith Lee here. Uh, yeah, you can't take the titles off the Acclaim. They're too over. I knew they would be when they became tag team champions. And so, yeah, you got to keep it on for a while. But I, I will throw in there, I think the ass boys come back after the match. They could. No, get FTR versus the acclaimed all the gold. Yes, please. Yes, please. I want that so badly. All right. Up next, we have a fatal four-way match for the ROH World Championship as Lionheart Chris Jericho defends against Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara. This is interesting. I I think this is where Jericho's reign comes to an end. I think Brian Danielson wins this one. I, I think they're going to want Brian Danielson to be the leader of ROH. Because there's obviously the talks that they're going to get a TV deal. Brian Danielson was the heart of ROH back in the day. I think they want him to be the leader in this new version of Ring of Honor. Mike? I'm agreeing with you with and and you. But I'm disagreeing on who wins. Claudio Castagnoli wins. I think you're going to see a couple of different things. Maybe they tease tension between Jericho and Guevara with the title on the line. And I think Wheeler Yuta actually screws Danielson. Hmm. Remember when they did the sit down with Renee and Wheeler Yuta was like, you were my idol. You were my idol and you let me down. So I think Wheeler and Danielson wind up going at it. Claudio picks up the pieces. That's your champion. Patchy? Time for Claudio to shine. You know, once again, another person kind of overlooked in WWE where, you know, we all wanted him to be a champion of some sort. We never really got it. Yes, he teamed with Sheamus forever as the bar. You know, we are the bar. A couple of time tag team champions, but we never got that second run as a singles championship championship after the bar broke up because yes he got a championship match against roman but after that it was kind of like he just fell back under and it was just like man what a way to kill his momentum because we were all excited and then our hearts got ripped out from us so it's time to build claudio up because finally he's a champion of some sort and we're excited just keep keep no keep raising the bar all right. All right. And what I think set the bar. We are. And ironically, I think we get to the easiest prediction of the night. It's for the AEW uh, World Championship as John Moxley defends against MJF. Anyone not picking MJF here? MJF's parents aren't picking him. This this is a sweep, right? MJF yeah. all the way. The question is how. You really think they could keep it on Moxley? No, 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 no. I'm talking. I'm talking to Patchy. I'm talking to me. Um, you you seemed hesitant. 
No, I know. I no, I was reading a um in the Blitzer chat that we have, you know, about oh, okay. People. I was I was reading the Blitzer chat reaction to something that Rifkin said to somebody. So oh, I was okay. reading that and I was yeah, like, Rifkin yeah. makes fun of people. He's okay. a good person. <laughs> All right. Uh you're picking MJF then? Oh yeah, MJF's gonna win this. Yeah, this this is too if, easy. If, if if he doesn't win, the internet's gonna riot. Crowds might riot. Yeah, his parents MJF might sign with the WWE. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, can you imagine if he shows up at Rumble with the title? Just in case, you know, we get the forbidden door broken open. He, he, he guess guess who's going to the Royal Rumble this year? Well, you know what, you Shawn better... Michaels. Yes. <laughs> well, listen, but, fine. As the president of SIN, your assignment is to get reactions to people coming out and also in- do a couple you interviews know, here and there. You know what? Hmm. Idea that this is fun. Patch, we could go live during the Rumble. Yes, just, let's go live during the Rumble, we'll you and live. me. You'll be there. We'll just talk crap about you all. <laughs> and, and and we'll go, you know what? We're And then we'll do what re- Noah's reaction would be to the entrant. Oh, yeah, if we get a surprise. All right, back to NJF Moxley. But there's two things I'm curious. Remember when NJF cut the promo? I'm going to win clean. Yeah, it's almost like foreshadowing. That's not going to happen. No, yeah, who – I wonder if it's either the firm comes out and then he, like, realigns with them or – It's the firm or it's Regal. Could be Regal. Because they they have teased that with the promos and stuff as well. They have. They the could, one, I really the wonder. The firm is if Ethan Page wins the tournament, then you have MJF versus Ethan Page, and where do you right? Okay, could could they really do the ultimate curveball and have Pug come out? No. You, you I, think I, you don't? I there's like no, the. I have an idea. We can go. Let's see. I'll go ECW 06 one night stand. You have him come. If you have Punk come out, have him dressed up like Edge was. Just pick the person oh, okay. up, DTS or something, and then boom. MJF gets the cover. And then Punk takes off the helmet or something like that. And it's Punk. And then Punk aligns with MJF and then Punk's the mouthpiece. You, you know, MJF because- does. And even though MJF doesn't need a mouthpiece, you put Punk and MJF together. Yeah, because you got ratings. Because it's so. I remember watching uh, Adam Blompier's uh, Year of MJF Fancy Booking, and there's a part of this of his booking that I think would just be so thematically like like perfect. Um, remember when MJF and Punk had their first promo battle, and Punk's first words to MJF were, "I'm so disappointed in you." MJF's doing this whole AEW sucks thing and like all this crap, right? If he like turns on AEW and like keeps the world championship, you have Punk come back and the very first words he says to MJF are, I'm so proud of you. And you tie that all together and like Punk is now like like a father figure to MJF again. It would be thematically great, but I don't want to see Punk back. It's just there's like 0.1% of my brain thinking they could do that. I really could do that, but yeah, I think we're, all we're go- seeing a return. I think the only person, if cleared, would be Adam Cole. Baby, could be Adam Cole, baby. If it was a return, no, I don't think that would have anything to do with MJF. I'm just saying in general on the show. 
Who would make sense to come back at MJF? Is there anyone that's like gone that like would make a lot of sense? I don't think so. If we go back to earlier in the night, remember when Moxley won the tournament to win the title? Remember who he beat? He beat Danielson. You could have Danielson be the guy who joins up with MJF. Ooh, could do something like that. I think just the point we're trying to make, Mike, is that he ain't winning clean. No. He is not winning clean. They've been trying to do that for so long. It's like, he ain't winning clean. Something is going down uh, during this match. But we're all picking MJF to win the AEW World Championship here. Because we're better than you. And you know it. And you know it. All right. So that is going to do it for this episode of the Face Turn Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for blogs, meet the crew, planes, trains, and automobiles. Check out this podcast on Google, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. And for Mike the Pump Master Rifkin, Lawrence Patchman Lang, and our Bystander Dan Ryan's. Hey. I'm Noah Trombley. <laughs> Dan, Dan killed it on this show. <laughs> he did. Uh, I'm Noah Trombley. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time.